And now we're joined once again by retired National Weather Service meteorologist Hugh Johnson. Welcome back, Hugh. Good evening. Uh, I hope you're all ready for an exciting day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exciting is one word for it. What's coming at us? Well, it looks like snow, and it's not going to be your, your ordinary run-of-the-mill nor'easter. This is the one that when we, people say, where's the real big storm and all that? Well, this is this is it. This is probably going to be our big storm of the winter. Uh, we are. I'm looking right now in a satellite picture. It's, it's Monday evening, so we're playing this again Tuesday. You'll know the fate of the storm. But storm is brewing off the uh, well off the Mid-Atlantic coast, and it's hooking to the east-northeast now because the atmosphere is very blocked, because we've talked about this many, many times, the polar vortex collapsed in the air. The atmosphere has become very blocky compared to what it was in the wintertime. This storm cannot go offshore. It's going to get recaptured by a developing upper-level system over the Great Lakes, and you can all see this playing out now on the satellite very nicely. So it's all coming into play. So after midnight, the bewitching hour, that's when the snow is really going to start flying. Before then, it's going to be rain. It's going to be a mix of rain and snow, and then it's going to turn to all snow. And I think the brunt of the storm, are you ready for this? It's going to be between midnight tonight and 8 a.m. tomorrow. That's when the lion's share in the valley, right here in the Capital District, the lion's share of our snow will accumulate. So did I hear you correctly that some of that polar vortex and stuff might have it stall over us and give us even more more snow than predicted? No, 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 no. What, what I was trying to explain, I probably shouldn't even mention it, but the, the polar vortex about a month ago had it went to a, a collapse. And what it did is it basically buckled the jet and, and put all kinds of wrinkles in the jet. So we have a blocky atmosphere right now instead of a smooth, fast-flowing one that we had most of the winter, so we didn't get that many storms. Now we're getting, and that's one of the reasons why we're getting this storm now. It's it's basically all this energy being forced to, instead of going out to sea, it's going to come up and curl back from the ocean in towards New England or between Cape Cod and the Gulf of Maine. So before the show, we were talking a little bit about what kind of snow is coming in. Did you say it, this is the more wet, dense, heavy kind, right? Or a- Absolutely, because... We're looking at temperatures that will not be that cold. It's not, ironically, this kind of setup a lot of times would bring in Arctic air. It's not really bringing in that cold of air, but we're going to generate cold air by the whole storm. The storm's going to really explode in the, in the atmosphere, and that's going to pull cold air into the system. So we're going to see what's called dynamic cooling going on tonight. So we're going to see a cool down from top to bottom, and temperatures will slowly drop to freezing, and, and this is going to turn into a wet, heavy snow. It's not going to be your fluffy snow, at least initially. Now, later on in the storm tomorrow, it might actually turn fluffier, even though the temperatures will rise a little bit because the air aloft will be even colder. But this is what the concern is, is heavy, wet snow could cause, will probably cause power lines to come down, tree limbs to come down on power lines. There's going to be at least scattered power outages. How this is all going to play out still remains to be seen. Hopefully it's not a widespread deal. Like in 2008, it could be, though. It's, it's, out, it's not out of the question. We could see widespread power outages. Hopefully not. So back in 2017 on Pi Day, March 14th, we had a pretty bad storm. How is this going to compare one, to yeah. that one? Well, I said last week it wouldn't compare. Now I'd say it's going to be pretty close. Uh, 
At my house, though, I got 23.2 inches from the Pi Day storm. The airport was actually a low and low outlier. It was like 17 inches, but most places got more than that. In and around the capital district, Dwaynesburg got over 30 inches of snow. Uh, the difference is that was a much drier snow. There were very little power outages. It was a little bit of drifting, especially in the higher terrain. This storm, again, the wetter snow, bringing down more power lines. And there is going to be wind, but the wind's not going to come till later in the storm, until later tomorrow and tomorrow night when the storm begins to finally slowly pull away. And it's going to be really deep and powerful by that time. There's a lot of pressure gradient between us and the high pressure well to our west. So we're going to pick up some pretty good winds tomorrow night, you know, got to the 35. That might add a little bit more to the power outage at that point. So what are we talking about snowfall amounts? I'm thinking in the immediate capital district, anywhere from 10 to maybe 20 inches. And the reason for the big range is because it depends on where the, the brunt of the moisture ends up. It, it might end up just east of here. In this case, we'll get close to the 10 inches but it ends up right on top of us. Look out. We're going to get bands of snow producing two, three inches an hour overnight into early tomorrow. And we could end up closer to 20 inches and we're going to wake up tomorrow. It's going to be snowing to beat the band. If it isn't, then well, all bets are off, but it looks like it's really going to be coming down right around dawn tomorrow. That's the, the peak of the storm. I'm trying to distract myself with thinking about terminology. And in our emails before the show, you said that um, the reason it's hard to predict is that the wild card will be where the mother snow band sets up. What does that mean? That's correct. Well, okay. What we're, what's happening, when looking at this on the radar, on the satellite and radar, and we're seeing a tropical connection. We're, we're, we're taking a hose. You know, we talked about the hoses in California bringing tropical air into California. Well, now we're taking air from the Caribbean and the, and the Southern Atlantic, and we're pushing it back like a bent work backwards towards New England. And that hose is coming right towards us. That's going to be where the, the real, that's the mother load of where the, the mesoscale banding will occur. And even without it, we're going to see snowfall rates of one to two inches an hour uh, later tonight through to early tomorrow morning. And where that band exactly where that sets up, is really going to be who gets the heaviest amount of snow. And then you add the terrain on top of that. Catskills and Berkshires, they're going to get even with the terrain's going to enhance that lift even more, and they're going to even get more accumulation. But I think we're going to be right on the edge of, the, of that hose, and that's going to be the key. If, if that hose just misses us to the east, which is possible, we'll get close to the 10 inches. But if it comes right over us and wraps around, and so tomorrow morning we're going to get close to the 20 inches. But either way, the snow is going to continue tomorrow, but the intensity will drop off. And temperatures will start rising a little bit in the afternoon. So we may actually see roads improve in the, in the valley. The hills, forget it. They're going to stay bad all day. And they might actually have a little bit of blowing and drifting snow developing. But in the valley, it looks like the worst will be tomorrow morning. Absolutely. The longevity of snow on the ground has many varying factors. Do you know, can you predict how long the snow is going to stick with us? Or is it just going to be a surprise little snowstorm and then 50 degrees and here come the tulips? Not quite like that, but um, we are going to see, you know, we are going to see temperatures above freezing after the storm. So and into the 40s as we go later in the week, maybe even touching 50 with some rain. So I do expect a pretty rapid melt-off. It's not going to all go away because there's going to be a lot of moisture 
one to two inches of liquid in this, so it's going to take a little bit of effort. But what we're going to see the snow banks come down. It's not going to stick around like it would in January and February. No. So I think it, it could be gone in a, in a couple of weeks. But, you know, it's going to be around through the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. by the end of March, it'll be gone. Yeah, no, it's not going to be gone. Not as quick as I was hoping. No, not quite that quick. Not with this amount. So especially if we get on the higher end, it's closer to 20. If we get 10, yeah, maybe early next week. But if it's 20, it'll probably be a little longer than that. <laughs> I grew up in Buffalo where when it snowed, it started in November and it, and it just stayed white until February or March or sometimes April. So this going back and forth, jumping back and forth between heavy snow and 50 and heavy snow and 50 seems weird. No, welcome to March. This is what actually, believe it or not, we're still running slightly above normal this March as far as temperatures. We haven't had a really cold night and we haven't had, you know, we've had temperatures, you know, close to normal or even a little bit above during the daylight hours. So, um, but this is typical of, le- especially later March and April, we get this kind of, you can have a big snow and then have a, a big melt off and then have another snow. It's different from the winter when the you know, sun angles lower, it's colder, the snow doesn't melt. Basically, it just piles up like, like you're talking about. And we've had winters like that in the past where it just doesn't melt. This will be different because it is later in the season. The blizzard of 88, which happened on the same time period, which is also the one that happened 30 years ago in the same, you know, this 12th to 14th time period. That was the only saving grace in the blizzard of 88. It was able to melt. They were able to melt the snow in two weeks, or it would have been, you know, there was, they couldn't do anything with it. <laughs> 46 inches. Okay, well. We're not, we're not going to get that. We're not going to get 46 inches. <laughs> let's hope not. Yes, we have about 30 seconds left. Anything else we should know about the weather coming up? Just be played safe tomorrow. Just be you know, it, it could be wires down. It could be dangerous to travel. be next to impossible in the morning, getting better in the afternoon. So I would just uh, stay indoors if you can. And, and, so, and, and, and when you shovel, take your time. It's going to be heavy, wet. It's going to be hard to move. So just take your time. Mm, lift with the legs, not with exactly. your back. Bingo. Thank you so much, Hugh Johnson. It's always a yeah. pleasure to have you on our program. Oh, Bria? Good talking stay with you, Hugh. Yep, stay safe, guys. Seriously. Thank you so much, and we look forward to talking next week. All right. Bye-bye.